Hey, what's going on? This is Beer Today, Beer Tomorrow, coming at you with a special Beers and a Movie episode. In this week's show, the lovely Rachel joins me to rate and critique two new beers from Innerborough Spirits and Ales out of Brooklyn and New York. The first is Ill Plus Matic. The second is a collab with L.A.-based Mumford Brewing. This one is called Matter Fatter Method and not Matter Fatter Fluid, as I mistakenly call it the first time I reference it during the show. Anyway, while we throw a couple back, we also watch and discuss Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales. In addition to that, we announce the winner of our BTBT Beer and Glassware giveaway during this show. So stay tuned for that. One lucky winner will win two beers and a 16-ounce can-style logo glass. Now, if you didn't enter the contest or if you don't win but still want your own BTBT glass, visit the BTBT store at beertodaybeertomorrow.com. Get your glassware right now. Come on, what are you waiting for? The glasses are here. They're in stock, but for a limited time. So hurry up because these bad boys are going quick. Now, we really hope you enjoy this week's show. Grab a brew if you got them and crack them open. Cheers. Hey, what's going on? This is Beer Today beer tomorrow and the lovely rachel joins me again rachel how are you hey how you guys doing i'm doing great and uh we have a special show today we're doing a beer review with a movie we'll also be announcing the btbt contest winner during today's Mm -hmm. show and the prize of course is the two beers that we will be reviewing which is ill plus matic by innerborough and matter fatter fluid which is an Innerborough and Mumford Brewing Collabo, and of course, great beer needs awesome glassware, and the lucky winner will also receive a BTBT 16-ounce custom logo glass. The movie, which was selected by Rachel. Rachel, why don't you quickly tell us about the movie, which is playing in the background currently? Yes. Um, Well, one thing for sure, I've been wanting to watch this movie for the longest. It came out in May of last year, 2017. It's called The Pirates of the Caribbean. Dead Men Tell No Tales. And the cool thing about this film is that it's the last recent film that just came out uh, from all the different, I guess, from all the series of the Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, I don't know anything about the Pirates of the Caribbean. I've never actually even seen one of them. I know of the series. I just have never never seen any of the movies. Travesty. I am like shocked. How did that happen? (laughs) I, I don't know. No, it's actually, I, I personally... I mean, I, I've been meaning to see them. I just never got around to doing it. Yeah, no, but I, I, I actually got to say, they're really enjoyable. They're really good. Well, this one, so I'll give you some info. I'm going to give you a little bit of what's going on. So Johnny Depp, he returns to the big screen. And this is from Rotten Tomato. And believe it or not, the audience score gave it a 62%. And the tomato meter was 30%, which is kind of crazy because Basically that's pretty low. <laughs> people that rate movies for a living thought this was crap. In other words. <laughs> well, this one I haven't really seen, so I really can't say much about that. But the I mean, gi- these are like fun, you know, like big a- action kind of adventure kind of things. There's not. I don't think there's a whole lot of deep substance to these movies, but... Um, the little I've seen so far of this one, it, it's pretty interesting. I think, it's, obviously, it's a, it's a big budget film. So, uh, you know, so the, far in, in, in the 30 seconds that I've paid attention to, it looks interesting. <laughs> well, if I'm not mistaken, all right, this was uh, filmed in Australia. And, like, uh, the whole thing. A lot of good hops from Australia. Yep, that's true. Very true. And they'll be featured in the beers we're drinking. Uh, 
and that's um, that one i can't wait actually well before i get into like trivia stuff what are we drinking first off <laughs> sure so we're, we're the first of two movies uh two movies the first of two beers is ill plus matic this is a double dry hopped india pale ale it's coming in at an eight percent abv it pours hazy yellow with a thin white head. Um, Innerbird des- describes it as having bursts of apricot, lemon, and peach. F- Ooh, uh, yummy. Flavors of sweet honey, melon, and citrus. Finishes with a slight hop tang. Brewed with Pilsner and English pale malt plus oats. And fermented with their house blend. And hopped with El Dorado and Citra. Then double dry hop with Citra and Centennial. Wow. Um, yeah, just a little on, on the hops. El Dorado hops were created by Moxie Valley-based CLS Farms, LLC, in 2008. Is released to the public in 2010, a relatively new and young hop. Product of the Akima Valley's cooler climate. It features typically fruity, uh, fruitier flavor profile. And it's also a desirable hop for its bittering and its aromatic properties. Also, since we're on the topic of hops, Citra, which is an American, again, it's an American aroma hop created by John I. Hass Incorporation. Wait, so this one I have in my hands. This this, this is, is Ill, what? This is Ill Plusmatic. Nice. And okay. uh, I'm just giving a quick rundown of the types of hops that were used in this. It's it's an IPA, double IPA. It's very hoppy beer. Hops are, are very, very uh, in vogue, especially in, the, in these beers, obviously. So Citra, really quick, it was uh, released to the brewing world in 2008. It's one of the most coveted high-impact aroma hops in the U.S. It boasts, you know, complex lineage that includes uh, Halatar Middlefur, Tetnanger, Brewer's Gold, and East Kent Golding. And then also, really quickly, is the Centennial, which is the final hop used, and that's a mix of Brewer's Gold, Fugel, East Kent, Golding, and Bavarian hops. This one, a uh, little bit more old school, developed in 1974. Mm. It was pioneered by Charles Chuck Zimmerman and S.T. Kenny at Washington State University. Nice. Sometimes people call it the uh, Super Cascade because of the similar uh, citric characteristic, but it's, uh, it's, it's a much celebrated hop. It's very versatile as far as the, the bitterness and the aroma, and that balances each other out quite Beautifully. So, without further ado, I've, I've got these poured in our 16-ounce uh, BTBT logo glassware here. Let's, uh, let's have a sip uh, and, right. and give this a try. Cheers. All right. Cheers. Hmm. I got to say, the smell is amazing. Yeah. This, um, this is a really, really tasty tasty brew I, I really enjoy this this so ill ill plasmatic is actually there mm-hmm. this this is the first time they've brewed this beer and this was part actually part of a triple release the other beer that's that's not included in this review today is mad fat fluid which um is my favorite beer that they do but to be honest ill plasmatic is is really giving it a run for its money uh yeah i gotta um, say that this is absolutely delicious and you're not and a, I'm, you're not yeah, a big hop person. I know I'm not a huge hop person, and you know what I have to say, this is really tasty. It really is. Yeah, I mean, it has the the aroma. It has like a nice like you know floral, but kind of like a soft, you know, like fruitiness, but not. It's not strong. It's like. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I definitely get the the uh, on the on the nose, and and uh, I definitely get the apricot, the hints of lemon, and like you said, there's there's a floral 
floralness to it. Um, and then when you drink it, there there is a bit of a, you know the, again you you get the citrus, you get the honey melon, uh, and and there's a little bit of of, of sweetness there at the yeah, end. Yeah, it's it's subtle. It's I mean. You know, if you're looking for like a really, really sweet uh, beer, I wouldn't go with this one. But it's subtle. It has that nice bitterness to it with a sweetness to it. It has like a nice little balance, contrast there. Yeah, and it's a big beer. I mean, it's uh, it's an 8.2 percent, but it it, it um it, it doesn't feel uh, it doesn't feel that way when you're drinking it. It it it's, it's very smooth. It's delicious. It's tasty. And th- this, like I said, this might give mad fat fluid. A serious run for the money. Of course, I love the name because it's mm-hmm. a direct throwback to to Nas, uh, Queens All Day. Um, uh, and um, but it, it, I was I was you know I was expecting big things from this beer, and I, and I'm not I'm not I'm not disappointed. I, I got what I was kind of looking for, but I, I think it almost even surpassed what I was looking for. I, I'm a big fan. I am definitely a uh, a big fan of this, and I, I like that they double dry hopped it with Citra and Centennial and. Um, for viewers who don't know, of course, dry hopping is the addition of hops late in the brewing process to increase the hop aroma of a finished beer without significantly affecting its bitterness. So dry hops can be added to the wort in the kettle, whirlpool, hop back, or added to beer during primary or secondary fermentation, or even later in the process. We could do a whole show about different dry hopping techniques and at what stages they do them, but that's another show for another time. This is Movie Night and a Beer. Yeah. No, that's that sounds freaking awesome. Um you know, one thing I have to say about this um, this can, the the font that they use, it's very, you know, Pirates of the Caribbean esque. Uh, it, it, it's a striking um, <laughs> the, the the logo, um, not the logo, but but like the font, like you said, that they use. It's very striking. It, it draws your eye right away. The color scheme is 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 really good. I mean, it's 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 um, white lettering mixed in with. Um, I guess you could say that's gold, right? Yeah. And and the label, uh, the color of the actual label is black. So it's a can that, that stands out. It definitely pops when you're looking at it. And I like that the Ill Plus, because they couldn't, they couldn't just say Illmatic, so they do Ill Plus Matic. But when you're looking at it, the plus kind of fades in the background a little. It really just says Illmatic and then Inneboro Spirits and Ales. And shout out to Inneboro Spirits and Ales. They're located on 942 Grand Street in Brooklyn, New York. Uh, I was just there the other day for this release. And uh, yeah, they're always doing interesting things, but I, I like this beer a lot. I mean, I like. I think it's a. It's got a very nice color. There's, there's definitely like a like a like a syrup. When I look at this, I just think of like a syrupy juiciness, right? Almost like a, almost like a like a pineapple juice out of the can. Sort oh my of. gosh! Yeah, that's right. But it doesn't have the like that intense sweetness to it mm-hmm. because you know i've come to realize like some people they really like the bitterness they really like that like really hoppiness they often use a lot of pills in english pale malt and oats in their in their beers and uh, I, I like kind of the, the the flavoring and the texturing that it, that it gives the beers um you know it, it's a big beer but it but it's not you know you, you could um you could drink more of one of these in a session i feel even though it's at 8.2% and maybe you don't necessarily want to do that but it's a, it's a delicious and, and a very very tasty beer. Um, so let's I let's agree. before we uh, start to I know you got some some cool Pirates of the Caribbean facts to lay on us. Let, oh let's, yeah. Let's. Uh, oh my gosh, we're we're like missing out on some stuff here too. Yeah, but, apparently uh, there's right. a devil's triangle and and yeah, they the, they followed the ship in there and they weren't supposed to and uh, 
these. Now, this is Javier Bardem's okay, here character. Comes Javier Bardem. Actually, uh, he's a he's a really good actor. Yeah, he's um, amazing. Love him. Yeah, he he's a talented actor. I don't know if this was just a talented actor doing a cash grab, but he he's <laughs> he's really good in in well, every but, role. No, but you know what's so cool is the fact that okay, before this um uh, before this film, the one before, his wife who was like if I'm not mistaken like maybe four or five months pregnant. Uh, Penelope Cruz, she actually acted in the in the previous movie of the Pirates of the Caribbean, and to, that went, that came out in two thousand three, and because of her experience in on set, that the, you know they respected, it was high end. She she really had a really good time shooting the film. She gave her blessing for Javier Bardem to participate for this film. Oh really? Yeah, and and now here's the other crazy thing too, was that that role was supposed to go uh, with uh, Christopher Waltz. Let me double check that. Hold on, um, I have that on. I'm That's getting, the, um... I'm getting all my info from im uh, imdb.com. If you ever need uh, trivia and also just basic info on movies in general, that's the best uh, website to go to. Technically, the special effects look pretty good. Yeah, they're intense. Like half of Javier Bardem's face is missing, yeah. or half of the back of his head, anyway. Yeah. Well, actually, you knew, you know, that his makeup it took like close to like two and a half hours to do, and the hair, like it's elevated and everything like that. What they did was that they put they put him in a hairnet, and they put actual um, these marker dots, so CGI could uh, set up. Well, like his hair the, is CGI. Yeah. yeah. So they could There's do a hell of a lot of CGI in yeah, this movie. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so uh yeah, I don't know if any guys are fans of this uh of this movie like I said, I've not seen the um I've not seen any of the movies, but hey, if there's good you beer, to... you can you can drag me out. <laughs> now, it definitely is something to watch, you guys. Yeah. So yep. essentially in this one Jack Sparrow right searches for the trident of Poseidon while being pursued by an undead sea captain and his crew, and that's uh, led by Javier Bardem. The directors uh, are Joachim Roning and Espen Sandberg, a screenplay written by Jeff Nathanson. And uh, like Rachel said, this was released in May 26th. The estimated budget was between 230 $320 million. It did close to $63 million opening weekend in the U.S. Gross U.S. was over $172 million, and cumulative worldwide gross was almost 795 million so uh that's this a, this movie and this entire series has made a hell of a lot of money i'm sure johnny depp was able to buy another island with uh, all the, the money that for, he made from this for his uh, dogs uh, i i remember i heard a whole report about with johnny depp that <laughs> that he bought yeah, an island for his dogs yeah that he, what do you call it that he was not allowed to, uh, that his dogs were not allowed into an island because uh, they didn't. He didn't register his dogs, and that he had to. Do you um, remember that? Yeah, uh, no, he didn't buy an island for the. He, he tried, not he, buy an island. Where he took them, he didn't. Uh, I don't know if it was he didn't during. He get a passport the, for them. Yeah, he, or did, he didn't like get that. them cleared. Yeah. And they and they basically kicked him out. <laughs> no, I think they ended up working it out. I don't think they kicked him out. I think they were threatening to take his dogs, and then I think he threw a hissy fit. Uh, I don't know if he left or not, but I remember hearing that. Yeah, that, that's kind of a funny. Funny story. I do remember hearing that. Poor Johnny Depp. No. Yeah. You hold on to your doggies. Oh, so like I mentioned before, 
the role for uh, uh, Javier Bardem of Captain uh, Salazar was originally supposed to go to uh, Christoph Waltz. And the role was actually uh, called Captain Brand. But he dropped out due to work obligations that he already committed to before. Interesting. I mean, it would have been a totally different take on I mean, both these guys, both those guys are really are good talented. actors. Would have been a totally different, different take on it. And now you said something interesting uh, that you read that actually the character ended up having to be kind of uh, portions of the movie had to, had to be edited. Well, oh, yes. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now here's something that's really crazy because this character of like Captain Salazar by uh, Javier Bardem, the original take of this character, he was supposed to be gay or um, bisexual. But due to the fact that there was such a major hissy fit uh, from the conservative group, you know, groups in general, that they made their voice very loud and clear against uh, um, a bisexual gay character that came out in the same uh, the same thing in 2017. You know, Beauty and the Beast, right? They were actually made, making such a big clamor about it that they edited the film to uh, just make it uh, to insinuate that this character was possibly gay possibly bisexual so that was actually uh edited out from the release that's interesting i I was not aware of that interesting decision that they made but uh yeah i mean like i said i I, i'm just watching this now This, this looks like an interesting entertaining film i'm wondering if i need to know what happened in the previous films you know, I mean, probably not. I mean, I, pr- I probably know seeing it would probably help, but I'm sure these movies kind of like, you know, it's not Macbeth. I think these function as standalone pieces here. Yeah. Now, each one has. I've come to realize these each of these, you know, they kind of stand alone. I, I like like you said, they. You know, his uh, Captain Sparrow's character is it's officially iconic, you know? <laughs> yeah, it is. It is popular character and if i'm saying disney's involved with this right yes yes it's the actually they're the main studio that was a major participant of, of creating this film yeah, very cool very cool well just getting back to the beer let's yes. let, let's give this beer a rating last time we did a beer review show we rated the beer on look on smell and then finally taste i'm actually as you can see i enjoy this well as Rachel can see, the audience can can't see, see but my I'm almost done with my portion of this beer. I mean, like we Touché, already talked about me the too. cheers. Uh, we talked about the color, so I'm going to give the color. I'm going to give it a four point five on color. Uh, Rachel, what would you give it on color? Okay, out of five. All right, I would honestly, I would I would give it a a four point two. Okay. I like it. And on on next we go to the smell. And I, and I and for me, you know, I, I think this, it, it, it's it's a good brew. It, it's a good brew. I, I enjoy the smells, um, citrusy, florally, you know, floral. Florally is not a word, but floral. A little bit of a <laughs> little lemony, little little grassy notes. You know, you you get the, um, you know, you get the tropical fruit notes. I I like it. I I would give it four point four on the smell. All right. On my take, I would definitely give it a 4.5. I really enjoy the smell. 
it's not you know super fruity but you it's and even you get the bitterness and you smell the hops but yet you get these nice floral tints and 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 you do smell the different fruits it's really enjoyable honestly like even just to grab it and just sniff away it really is awesome excellent and now finally with my final taste we will we will do the taste Take one last sniff and let's uh, Swooshing swirl it, it around. Swirl it, yeah. swirl it around. Unlock all those delicious flavors. I would give this taste 4.6. Yeah, I mean, again, again, all all the uh, descriptors that they listed when we just spoke about, they're all there. I think this is a very nicely done, well-balanced double IPA. Um, Innerboro consistently does big things. They consistently make very good beers. This does. This is one of my favorite beers that they make. Uh, I think this is. I'm not. I haven't decided if if it's overtaken Mad Fat Fluid, but it's certainly. No, that one is honestly. It's, it's, a, you, it's a top beer. Yeah. That um, and, and I'm very fond of this. I'm excited to get more of this the next time it comes around. So four point six. Oh wow. For me on on the taste. For the taste, I have to say it's a four point five. Honestly, like it, the smell, the the taste, um, and you know me, I'm not big on any really hoppy, hoppy beers, but this one it has such a nice balance to it. I I can see myself drinking another one for sure. Like, yes, r- like I, back to back. I, seriously, I certainly can. And under other circumstances, we would, but we're not right now because we are actually gonna gonna move on. I'm gonna go grab the next beer. From the fridge. Uh, from the fridge. We're going to take a really quick break, and then we're going to be, be back to talk about the Innerboro and Mumford Brewing collab, which was a stepped-up version, I guess you could say, of a beer they brewed earlier in the year, Matter Fatter Method. So uh, we'll be back, and we're also going to be announcing the winner of our social media contest, who's going to get an, an Ill Plusmatic, a uh, Matter Fatter Method, and their very own BTBT glass. So all that is coming up. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Yes. Hey, this is Peter from BTBT, and we are now going to announce the very lucky winner of the BTBT Beers and Glassware giveaway. And that winner is, drum roll please. That was a shitty drum roll, but that's all right, because the winner is Who Has Beer For Us. Congratulations and shout out to at Who Has Beer For Us. You are the winner of the BTBT giveaway, you lucky bastards, you. Hit us up with your address, and we'll get the goods out to you ASAP. Congrats again to at Who Has Beer For Us. Now, enjoy the rest of the show. Cheers. Hey guys, welcome back. And we're here still watching Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man Tell No Tales. And we're going to actually enjoy, what is this what we have? We have Matter Fatter Method, which is a collabo between Innerborough and Mumford Brewing. Mumford Brewing is located at 416 Boyd Street in Los Angeles, California. And uh, this is a uh, this is a little bit of a bigger beer. This is 9.5%. 40 IBUs. This is this is going to be a good one. Let's let's just crack this bad boy open. Let's make it happen. Nice. All right, so let me give you guys a heads up of where we are at with this movie. So, Johnny Depp's character, Captain Sparrow, pretty much lost his crew. 
after a crazy chase scene. Like, I got to say, it was pretty... Uh, I loved it. It was so... I have to say, so far, I'm really liking this movie. It's... I don't know It's what, entertaining. It's really entertaining. I don't know what... Um, the Rotten Tomato, the... What was it? The <laughs> Tomato Meter... It's what I don't know what they're talking about. Thirty percent. Well, I mean, to each his own, right? It's just like it's, you know. I mean, if you enjoy something, then you enjoy it, and and I think there's different levels of enjoyment you can get out of films. Some films are more serious, you know. Some films make you laugh. Some some films pull at your your heartstrings. Some are action and adventure, you know. But I, I think for for what I'm seeing for what it is, this is an entertaining film. Yeah, it's good. Uh, well. Right now, so you just poured this. I gotta say, it looks very. It's a beautiful drink. It's like, oh my gosh, like it's really rich, deep color, and I. Well, you're more knowledgeable on beer. I'm a newbie. Just uh, FYI, you know. <laughs> well, we're we're bringing you along there. Yes, so I'm learning. I'm learning. So this is an imperial version of their brew from earlier this year that they did. They describe it as pouring a pale golden yellow with this white head, and you, you didn't you did mention there's a nice uh, head uh, uh, retention there, nice lacing around the glass. You know they describe it as having aromas of citrus, tropical pineapple, bright tangy fruit flavors with pleasant hop bitterness. It's brewed with Dutch Pilsner malt, wheat, and oats, hopped with Galaxy, Citra, Mosaic, and Motueka, and then double dry hopped with Citra. You know a couple of those of those hops we already spoke about. But here, here's, the con here's one of the connections uh, that we could make from this movie. So descended from a German variety pearl, Galaxy is a unique Australian breed of hops that has the distinction of sporting the highest percentage of essential oils Ooh. amongst hops. It has, you know, fantastic citrus, peach, and passion fruit aroma, especially when used as a late addition. Flavor is, uh, can often be, you know, a, a bit intense, but it mellows as it matures. And then also, this has the um, this beer features the Mosaic Hop, which was released in 2012 by the hop breeding company LLC. Mosaic features complex, but uh, smooth, clean flavor characteristics, uh, and they're known for their triple-use profile, encompassing bittering flavor and aroma. They tend to carry flavors of mango, pine, citrus, and and a, a bit of an herbaly notes there, and aromas of tropical and stone fruit. Some people even refer to Mosaic as Citra on steroids. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited to... I'm like waiting. I'm like, are, when are we going to try this? Oh, okay, we will. Just one last hop and uh, the, just to briefly give an overview of the, the Motueka is a premier New Zealand hop developed by Hort Research. This one goes very well in, in uh, lagers, pilsners, and, and Belgian-style ales. It's a, it's a great dual-use hop because of its fruit aroma. It has a... Very nice notes of tropical fruit and citrus, and it can be used at any point during the brewing process. And it also works well in sweet, malty, and fruity beers, so it's a very diverse uh, diverse hop. So without further ado, we're going to take a sip of this. Cheers. Cheers. Mm. And you know, what I, you know what I love? That these are both big beers. These are both doubles, but um, they're, they're different. They're quite different. Yeah. I, I, I think there's, it's definitely interesting and unique flavor to this one. This one has a bit more sweetness, I think, is there. Yeah, uh, definitely. And again, for a 9.5 percenter, it doesn't drink like a 9.5 percenter. It's, you could say it's fairly smooth. 
Uh, it definitely has a nice little tangy, fruity flavor. Definitely. You definitely get, get you know, um, uh, on the nose and, and tongue, mm-hmm. you get citrus. You definitely get uh, uh, pineapple. Oh, yeah. Even maybe a little bit of, of melon, too, there. Mm-hmm. But it's a nice bitterness. Yeah, you, you get a little it's... bit of herbal, a mm-hmm. little bit of herbal, a little bit of lemony, grassy as well, like mixed in there. Uh, it, it's, it's very nicely balanced. Like, even peach. Yeah, I, I, I get a little peach on, on, um, on the way down there. Very, very tasty brew. Uh, very enjoyable. Matter, fatter, method. Also, that was part of the, the, the release. That just came out, right? Yes, yeah. And if for those of you interested, currently on tap at Mumford, if you're in L.A., they have a new accelerated timeline, New England-style IPA. They have Carpet Walkers, which is a double IPA. They have a rye IPA called Freshly Styled. Mm. They have a mixed fermentation saison called Fully Engaged. They have another New, new England IPA called Friends vs. Ends. They have a regular IPA called Laces Out. They have an American Stout, Medium Difficulty. They have a Pilsner called Rules Schmools. Mm. Uh, a sour IPA, Something Borrowed. And Way Tight, which is a uh, New England-style IPA. And uh, beers at their location are available in Growler's and 32-ounce Crowler fills. So hurry up. Check it out. The, so far, I am loving it, honestly. This is really delicious. This is, I have to say, uh, the, it's, it's a nice, and I'm not, I'm like, you, you know me. You're not, not an IPA, I'm let not, alone a double no. IPA yeah, exactly. kind of gal. I am not hardcore like that. <laughs> but I got to say, this is, it's really tasty. It's really good. I would agree. I would. I, I would agree. You know, uh, just looking at at the color, it's got a nice. How would you describe it? It's. it's I it's, think it's a nice color. It has yeah. like um, a nice, like deep, but yet like light. It's like, like a orangey, orangey, orangey yellow. yellow hue. Yeah. Uh, again, I mean, I, I hate to simplify it and say that it looks like juice, but you know, you could I almost dare mis- you. <laughs> I know, but you could almost mistake it for looking like juice right i mean this this kind of looks like trader joe's organic orange juice uh (laughs) sort of but on the color i would give it a 4.3 it's it it looks like a nice big bold double ipa um you know when when any any beer beer goon beer nerd beer geek will look at this they'll know exactly right away that this is a this is a big bold you know double and um yeah i would say 4.3 yeah, but uh, for me, I would say I would definitely put it as 4.2, all slightly lower. But I think it is it is um, it is beautiful. It, it is very nice. It's beautiful, but it it definitely has that that little juice look fat factor on front. It does kind of look like juice now it, that you mention it. It, it does. It does. <laughs> uh, and you know that's why some people refer to some of these beers as juice bombs, um, which. It, it's I do it too. It's not really the best way to describe it, but I mean it is. You know, it looks like juice. Many would say for shame. Yeah, for shame. Smell. Uh, moving on to smell. I mean, you definitely get. You mentioned it: citrus, peach. There's there's passion fruit aromas in there. You know, there, there's a lot going on as there is in in all of these well done big ipas and dipas. Earthy, you know, floral elements there. Uh, a little bit of grapefruit, a little bit of lemon, and it's got a good amount of bitterness. It's got it's got the right amount of bitterness that that I do like. I mean, almost 
but I'm you, you sorry. Almost, you almost One get thing, a little bit of pear. Yeah. The smell too. Yeah, I do. But believe it or not, I really... When it comes to the smell, I like the one we had before. Okay, that's fair enough. I, I'm, I'm, um, it's close for me, but I do think uh, I would lean with the uh, ill plasmatic over in the smell category. I would give this though a four point. I'd give this a four point three on smell. Yeah, I, I would, I would give it a four point three as well. But I have hands down. I really enjoy the smell from the first one. The Ill plus man. Yeah, Ill plus. Okay. plus and now, I'm, oh my gosh, that drink is starting to get to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, these these are these, these are big beers. And now moving on. So we'll move on to next is we'll move on to taste, and then we'll do kind of a quick. You know, we'll pick our favorite. All right. Uh, so now going to taste. I mean, it's 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 a really good beer. It's nicely balanced. It's solid. It's got a bitter. It's got a little bit more of a bitter kick. I feel than yes. than than Ill Plus Manic did. Again, these these are, you know, they're both doubles, but they're but they're different beers. Um, oh, no, they're, they're, they're totally different. They're totally different beers. I, I like the flavor. I like the notes that I get. I think I get more on the nose than I do the tongue, but but there's a lot going on in the glass. There's a lot going on in this beer. I think it's a great job. Very well done. I would give this a, um, I would give this a 4.4. 4. Um, for me personally, uh, I, I like the uh, the little subtle citrus flavors and so forth, and but but the, you know there's a lot of bitterness going on, a lot more. Generally, I would prefer more to lean more on the citrusy, but it's still a good beer. Um, but like you said, like even with movies and stuff like that, everybody is to each his own, right? For me, uh, when it comes to the taste, I would definitely give it like a four point two. Okay, fair enough. And now I think what we need to do is I think you know we know which one, both great beers, know, but I think right? it's safe to say that we both uh, prefer the Ill Plasmatic. Yep. Which yep, isn't that's true. Which isn't taking anything away from Matter Fatter Method. V- oh, very good brew. I I. I think if you like uh, something that has more of a bitter taste with a subtle you know sweetness, tangy sweetness, uh, tangy fruitiness, you know, at the end. I think this would be your drink. I would and will drink this again. But, uh, good beer, solid brew, but the uh, the winner tonight is Ill Plasmatic for us both. But uh, again, you can't go wrong with either one of these. No, definitely. Definitely. This, is de- uh, this was a good choice. Pretty awesome. Uh, honestly, both of them were pretty darn good. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Any, any parting thoughts about this movie that you want to leave our audience with? Oh yes. Well, actually, you know what? This movie so far is so good. It's it's really interesting. I I can't wait to you know finish watching it. <laughs> As for the drinks, they were freaking awesome. They're really delicious. They're catching up to me. I feel it. <laughs> I'm starting to feel it. To be honest with you, I I'm a huge fan of the the Pirates of the Caribbean. It's like all all the films. I think. I personally, I enjoy them a lot, and honestly, you got to catch up too. I do, I do have to catch yeah. up. Maybe this, this. Uh... No, we. He needs to catch up not only with the Pirates of the Caribbean, but also with. Um, well, which is the other one that you need to go look start watching? So I have not. So people, people are gonna get on me for this one. I haven't seen all the Lord of the Rings. Oh my gosh, that's insane! And I think I've only seen like one Harry Potter movie. Another one, insanity. Yeah, I mean, I just haven't. 
Uh, I don't know why. I, I, it's not like I purposely avoided them. It's just I, I just didn't feel motiv- motivated enough to see. Don't them. worry. He does. I know you're. You've watched. You're up to date with the uh, Game of Thrones. Oh yeah, of course. I'm up to date <laughs> with Game of Thrones, and I'm up to date. I mean, there's a lot of stuff we watch, but you know, I, recently I found myself watching more shows. Like on Netflix, yeah. we binge watch the shows. Oh uh, gosh, we just watched uh, uh, Black Mirror, and before that, Peaky oh, yeah, Blinders. The, yeah, the last, uh, the last season. I have to go. I have to say, hands down, insane. Spoiler alert! Alert right now. Um, but for uh, Black Mirror, this the the, the dystopian. Oh future the episode the black and white one yes that one was really good with the robots that, was that looked like roaches which was disgusting <laughs> um but yeah so so good times so uh i think we're just about ready to sign off here yeah um, definitely so thanks again for listening to the show got some exciting news to share with you guys before we do sign off this thursday february 1st btbt will be at the sampler located at 234 star street in brooklyn new york 11237 the sampler offers micro brews and small batch whiskeys paired with local pickles and cheese dope spot good people there can't wait to be there to do the show then this saturday february 3rd btbt at 12 noon will be at the wilkie located at 108 patchen avenue in brooklyn new york 11221 they have about 18 beers on tap cocktails and sandwiches too another really awesome spot that we can't wait for can't, uh, um, can't wait to try out the sandwiches too oh yeah i'm kind of hungry right now <laughs> uh and then saturday february 17th at seven o'clock btpd is going to be at bridge and tunnel brewery shout out to rich uh we're going to be there covering the third annual ridgewood grove rock'em sock'em robots boxing tournament nice yes there's going to be a bridge and tunnel beer release pop-up kitchen and uh, of course the championship belt is going to be on the line oh my uh, gosh. there's an actual championship belt uh so that, wait a minute. that people can wait, win explain to me what is that so you remember the old school game rock'em sock'em robots yes so it's like basically like like, like 30 minute, like... 40 people playing all these these different in, in these like different the, rock'em sock'em box, robots the, 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 the... yeah the blue oh robot gosh. red robot yeah anyone can enter anyone can play and yeah, it's just you know, it's it's a whole big tournament. It's like from seven to like eleven o'clock. Oh my goodness, I remember playing that when I was a kid. Yeah, it's gonna be pretty fun. We're excited, definitely excited <laughs> oh about my that. Gosh. And then March tenth, we got a big crossover show with the I Drank Beer Show. That's a YouTube show. Shout out to those Wild Li boys. Uh, much more to come on that. Nice. So stay tuned. Also, some things we can talk about, not yet confirmed, but we are in advanced discussion, you could say. No dates set yet, but you can expect upcoming shows with, with Carton out in Jersey, A Barrier, Dubco, uh, The Blind Tiger, One Mile House, and Arts and Crafts Bar in NYC. So we got a lot coming at you, a lot uh, in the books coming up, a lot lined up. So uh, stay tuned. Uh, and of course, there's going to be a ton of, ton of social media content, some video content, blogs, and all that good stuff. So... Yeah. Oh, and another thing. Uh, we're going to definitely, you know, have more movie nights. Uh, give us a shout out. Let us know what other movies do, do you think we should watch? What movies are your favorites that we should be checking out? Yeah, let us know. Let us know uh, what be- what movies you want us to cover, what beers you want us to cover. Yes. Because uh, this may be something we, we uh, you know, we, we add in the mix, add in the rotation. So on on that note, uh, we appreciate you tuning into the show. No matter where you are in the world, drink local, drink fresh, repeat. Rachel's, cheers to you. Cheers. Until next time, guys. 
Keep following the Craft Beer Odyssey. Peace. Take care. Bye.